0: Alright, today we're in Matthew. This is Matthew survey class 11, so we're in Matthew chapter 11. Again, these classes are just reading the passage itself to become familiar with the passages. We'll be trying to, to do this with all the books of the Bible. We may not get through them all anytime soon, but these are survey classes and not not the same sense as you might have a survey of the life of Christ or something like that. But these biblical book survey classes are just to read through very uh very few comments, perhaps some comments here and there, but just to read it, touch on some of the things perhaps in each chapter and just to give you familiarization with the Uh, passage itself all right matthew chapter number 11 verse number one and it came to pass when jesus had made an end of commanding his 12 disciples he departed thence to teach and to preach in their cities now when john had heard in the prison the works of christ he sent two of his disciples and said unto him art thou he that should come or do we look for another Jesus answered and said unto them, Go and show John again those things which ye do hear and see. The blind receive their sight, and the lame walk, the lepers are cleansed, and the deaf hear. The dead are raised up, and the poor have the gospel preached to them. And blessed is he whosoever shall not be offended in me. And as they departed, Jesus began to say unto the multitudes concerning John, What went ye out into the wilderness to see? A reed shaken with the wind? But what went ye out for to see? A man clothed in soft raiment? Behold, they that wear soft clothing are in king's houses. But what went ye out for to see? A prophet? Yea, I say unto you, and more than a prophet. For this is he of whom it is written, Behold, I send my messenger before thy face, which shall prepare thy way before thee. So what he's talking about is Elijah. And that's written uh, back in the Old Testament. It uh, foretold that Elijah was going to come, prepare the way before Christ. And just want you to notice here that such a powerful man as that and such an important man as that still has doubts. When hardship comes, you're going to have doubts. And that's one of the great things about the gospel. I'm not talking about just the gospel as in the death, burial, and resurrection. I'm talking about the gospels, the gospel accounts. Matthew, Mark, Luke, and John. there There is so much of the weakness of man and so much of the sufficiency of Christ in every sense. You see the weakness of Matthew. Uh, uh, pardon me. You see the weakness of Simon Peter. You see the power of God. You see the weakness of these disciples. You see the weakness of some of these prophets. Uh, for example, John the Baptist here. You see that they're great men... But they're very weak. But you also, with that weakness, you see the sufficiency of Christ to, to deal, to disciple, to mold, to forgive, to be patient with the long-suffering of Christ. Matthew, Mark, Luke, and John is a testimony to the sufficiency of Christ, the grace of Christ, the long-suffering of Christ. And so many people through the ages of Christianity have have put such a such a value on works and works are good you're not justified by works you may be justified in some of the works you're doing but not before God the our sufficiency is of Christ and that lesson alone we 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 talk about uh, our sufficiency being of Christ in the New Testament sense but that is taught uh, nowhere greater than that it is taught in Matthew Mark Luke and John Men just continually fail, continually come short. Uh, They continually fail to measure up uh, to the measure of the stature of Christ. But Christ is sufficient enough to be uh, patient, to have enough mercy, to have enough grace, to have enough riches, to bring men along time after time after time after time. Christ invests himself in men and it's always to the profit of the men. On this earth, we make investments, and we want a return on our investment. Well, the return on Christ's investment is the improvement of his disciples. That's about these disciples in Matthew and myself and you, and it's a great lesson that we learn from the Gospels. And it says, uh, verse number number 6, And blessed is he whosoever should not be offended in me, and as they departed, Jesus began to say unto the multitudes concerning John, What went ye out into the wilderness to see? A reed shaken with the wind? But what went ye out for to see? A man clothed in soft raiment? Behold, they that wear soft raiment, excuse me, they that wear soft clothing are in king's houses. But what went ye out for to see? A prophet? Yea, I say unto you, and more than a prophet, For this is he of whom it is written, Behold, I send my messenger before thy face which shall prepare them thy way before thee. Verily I say unto you, among them that are born of women, there hath not risen a greater than John the Baptist, notwithstanding he that is the least in the kingdom of heaven is greater than he. And from the days of John the Baptist until now, the kingdom of heaven suffereth violence, the earthly physical kingdom, that's the kingdom of heaven. It suffers violence and the violent take it by force. For all the prophets and the law prophesied until John. So something's about something is different after John. We are dispensationalists. And if ye will receive it, if ye will receive it, this is Elias, which was for to come. He that hath ears to hear, let him hear. But wherein shall I liken this generation? It is likened to children sitting in the markets and calling unto their fellows, and saying, We have piped unto you, and ye have not danced. We have mourned unto you, and ye have not lamented. For John came neither eating nor drinking, and they say he hath a devil. Jesus saying, We're preaching to you, but you're not responding. He said, "We're uh, we're we're doing what we're supposed to do, but you're not responding. So that's what the, that's what the this is uh, this is what the ministry is going to be about. This is what this life is going to be about." He said, "When you're dealing with the with an untoward generation, a stiff-necked generation, that's what. Don't be discouraged. This is what you're going to get. Uh, we're going to pipe. They're not going to dance. Amen. For John came neither eating nor drinking. They say he hath the devil." The Son of Man came eating and drinking. You're, you can't be right. You do it one way, they're going to disagree. You turn around and do it the way they want it done, they're going to disagree. They're contrary. Unbelievers are contrary. The Son of Man came eating and drinking. They say, Behold, a man gluttonous and a wine-bibber, a friend of publicans and sinners. But wisdom is justified of her children. Uh, the Wisdom Is justified of her children Uh, they they might have they gave john the baptist a hard time when jesus came along done things just a little bit different they gave jesus a hard time but the fruit the fruit but wisdom is justified of her children you know how you know that john was right john had the good children the pharisees didn't have the bible said uh, to the to those pharisees he said you're of your father the devil The Pharisees, false religion, even to this day, it produces liars. It produces stingy men, selfish men, vainglorious men. He said, but wisdom, they can disagree with you. They can call you names. But what are you producing? You're producing Christians. You're producing discipleship. You're producing honesty. You're producing principle and virtue. That'll justify you. You don't need them to agree with you. You just produce the right kind of children. That'll be your justification. But wisdom is justified They against John, but John's justified. Look at his disciples. Down the road, the disciples of John are going to run into Paul. Paul's going to preach to them. They're going to fall right in line. You say, why? Wisdom's justified for children. John did right. And even when they heard a, a doctrine that had never been re- revealed before, they fell right in line with it because john produced men that believed god and jesus produced men that believed god and that'll always be right dispensationalism notwithstanding whatever time they're in they'll believe god there'll be some confusion of course there'll be a lack lack of discipleship in some folks of course there'll be vessels of dishonor in every house there's vessels of honor and vessels of dishonor no question about that but wisdom the right side of the question the right side of the equation going to be justified by her children by what she produces then began he to upbraid the cities wherein most of his mighty works were done because they repented not woe unto thee Chorazin woe unto thee Bethsaida for if the mighty works were done in you had been done in Tyre and Sidon they would have repented long ago in sackcloth and ashes but I say unto you it shall be more tolerable for Tyre and Sidon at the day of judgment than for you And thou, Capernaum, which are exalted unto heaven, shall be brought down to hell. For if the mighty works which had been done in thee had been done in Sodom, it would have remained unto this day. Wow, what a statement that is. But I say unto you that it shall be more tolerable for the land of Sodom in the day of judgment than for thee. Now this points out in some capacity a degree of judgment. Judgment, not. uh, I don't want to be judged on the evil side. I don't want to be judged on the wrong side of God uh, a great degree or the least degree. But it does show that there is a degree of judgment. They're both unbelievers and they'll be judged, both of them. But it's going to be more tolerable for one because one had more revelation. One had more preaching. One had more light than the other. So in the day of judgment, those that did evil, but had less light, they'll be judged less than the ones that had light and rejected that. But I say unto you that it shall be more tolerable for the land of Sodom in the day of judgment than for thee. At that time Jesus answered and said, I thank thee, O Father, Lord of heaven and earth, because thou hast hid these things from the wise and prudent and hast revealed them unto babes. Even so, Father, for so it seemed good in thy sight. All things are delivered unto me of my Father, and no man knoweth the Son but the Father. Neither knoweth any man the Father save the Son, and he to whomsoever the Son will reveal him. Come unto me, all ye that labor and are heavy laden, and I will give you rest. Take my yoke upon you, and learn of me, for I am meek and lowly in heart, and ye shall find rest unto your souls. For my yoke is easy, and my burden is light. All right, we'll close right there and we'll pick up next time in chapter number 12.